Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today I'm sitting here with Doc Turner, and not Hard Body Hopper just yet, but we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS on June 16th of 1990. We are, boy, Doc, we are two weeks away from Thanksgiving as this thing plays right here. Uh, for the people out there, how are you? Well, I guess we're all doing well, Mike. We've proven this week that quarterbacks don't mean shit, huh? <laughs> Teeth and um, gums in the BTT Army as the New Orleans Saints lost their crab leg quarterback, but still pulled out a win against the dirty, evil Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And once again, God's team goes to prime time Halloween and whips that ass. And, you know, I think it's apropos that I sing a, a song that's been trending worldwide. It's on the top of the playlists. It's hitting the charts. Let me hit it for you now. Let me let me mute you first. Sakes. Let me future. Let me mute you first. All right, go ahead. uno. 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 Mis amigos, los vaqueros de Dallas. Achacha terrible bruh that's terrible i'm feeling i'm riding high man i can't believe it it's gonna I hurt when aaron rogers you, breaks your you heart again it? i can believe it's gonna hurt when aaron rogers breaks your heart again in the worst way possible i don't know what you're talking about where's harper man he's been he's been uh-oh why he's on he's on call him in we were afraid that he was day drunk and passed out again because there was a lot of text volume from him today. I'm pretty sure he was off work. Okay, well, <laughs> let's dial him in and see what we can get here. Yeah, I'm conferencing him in now, but I'm pretty okay, sure he was off work. Let's see if we can't dial him into the discussion. We're I calling... bet you he didn't update Skype, and that's why he's not answering. That's probably it, man. Skype is a dirty devil. The dirty devil. Hey. 
Where is he? You're calling him? Yeah. He's not picking up. Sir, sir. Have you restarted the machine? God damn. Keep talking while I'm texting him. So uh, we'll cover some of the, the stories in the news. Apparently, ROH fired everybody. Um, That's not true. <laughs> oh. It's not true. Well, they're not. They're... I love how some dirt sheets and wrestling journalists covered this as if they were firing everyone. When... They said they're resetting. I mean. Yeah. I, oh, there he is. I, There's Hopper. Uh oh. Hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. What time did you start drinking today? Just, uh, like two hours ago. Fuck, oh. you know what I've been drinking? Uh oh. Hennessy. No, fucking Mike. Remember last year, Mike's like, oh, that Sam Adams winter lager? I bought some the other night, too. Yeah. What the That's fuck, Michael? Delicious. No. It's delicious. It's no? just Sam Adams. No, it's got some winter flavor in there. Yeah, fucking reindeer piss. Right. That's <laughs> that's the, the secret sauce. Fucking Mike. I swear to God. I oh, had Mike. some the other night when the Cowboys won. Now oh. I got to drink it every week now. <laughs> you don't like it? It's all right. I thought it was going to be better because you made it sound like it was from Jesus. I don't know. I'm I'm not Mr. Religion over here. I didn't make it sound like it was from Jesus. I said it was a pretty good beer. And most yeah. people that listen to the show agreed. I mean, come well, on. I mean, it tastes better than that piss you drink called Rolling Rock. No kidding. I drank that when I was 22. Fuck, that's hard to find now. Is it? Supply chains? Yes, yeah. You only can find it in this in a six-pack of the 16-ounce cans. You can't find bottles, 30-packs, 12 18 packs, nothing. Let's be clear. A six-pack of 12-ounce bottles, or in some beers, the 11-ounce, 11.2-ounces is not enough. Right. But you don't need a whole 12-pack sometimes because, you know, you got to work or function the next day. There really does need to be that eight or nine-pack. So those six by 16 ounces aren't a bad deal. Yeah. You can get proper fucked up without having to be, like, slobbering on yourself. So fucking know what else I bought? Uh-oh. I bought a box of those uh, of fucking baseball cards that has, like, every player. Did you get a raise at work or something? No. I, I saw them at fucking Walmart for the first time in forever. I was like, what? They and they must have just stocked them because it was 100% full. And I grabbed a fucking uh, a box of them. They were 60 bucks. I haven't fucking opened them yet. They done priced the kids out of the market for a toy. Yeah, no. And that's what I felt like. Oh, fuck. Now I'm fucking one of those assholes. You took a bunch of kids' toys, man. Yeah. So. Thoughts and prayers, dog. I got to see which one's the worst shit. Who's the big rookie this year? You can't think of anyone, huh? The Rangers had Adolis Garcia. Yeah. He had like 30 home runs. Boy, we worked the marks into a lather on the Facebook group about the Baseball, baseball comments we made. Well, here, here, too. let me get everybody else. <laughs> Once we've gotten rid of baseball, hockey is next. Oh, that's wrong. See, I disagree well, with you there. Right now, right, but it needs to go away. Uh-uh, that's not going to happen. See, the thing about hockey that's good is the fast pace aspect of it. 
yeah. they complete, but they also completely price your people out of the market at the youth level. Okay, like that's oh, the only yeah. sport that does that. I mean, come on, let's be real. Yeah, it's not the only sport that does that. But yeah, but it's down here in Texas. It's the it's the rich honkies that want to skate around on ice, <laughs> pretend like they're back home in the in the Nordic homeland. Yeah, fuck hockey. You fucking what do you call them? Fucking snowbird motherfuckers. Bunch of damn Canucks. <laughs> Just pissed off all the northerners. <laughs> so we're gonna get rid of baseball, and then hockey, and then I'm gonna finish off the army by saying the dumbest of all sports. Because I like I like some baseball, and I can be entertained a couple of times a year by hockey. But the one sport that serves no purpose is golf. Is golf? Yes, Fuck. it's not a sport. Fuck it's that. not a. It's a game. There's a difference between a game and a fucking sport. It's a game. It's like shooting pool or playing ping pong. It's a fucking game because you don't have to be an athlete to fucking play it. Fuck. Listen to right. Harper. He's the straightest shooter. I mean, who's, who was the big fat guy that was the big John golfer? Daly. Yeah, John Daly. He's he a fucking athlete. Right. And he was a professional golfer. You have hell to be of, hell of a drinker, though. Yeah, you don't have to be an athlete to fucking play it. Even fucking, it's, it's fuck. <laughs> and and it's the most boring shit in the world to watch on TV. Oh fuck that, bro. That's just bro. It's like throwing darts or something. It's That's a actually fun. Yeah, but this is it's a game. It's it's not a sport. Because you All don't right. have to... Fuck. Tell him, Mike. Yeah, so the only sports that are worth the shit are football, basketball, and soccer. What about oh, pro For Soccer's worse. That's entertainment, Mike. Maybe for you. I'm going to make me. everybody mad tonight. <laughs> well, we're kidding. First off, I use the term Mark when I'm actually a Mark for all kind of stuff. So, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to be funny. But, yeah, y'all are pissing off everybody. Hockey. Y'all want to get rid of hockey. Y'all want to get rid of – one of y'all wants to get rid of soccer. Golf isn't no, a I sport. It's a game. Great. It's not a sport, Michael. Uh, dude, I don't give a damn. Michael, I'm not a golf like fan. Golf, I care not one bit about golf. Yeah. I have no desire. That's like where, where, where a Tiff, a Tiffany's parents live. There's a, a golf that they where they live. There's a golf course. So right when you go through their back door, there's a fucking golf course. And her dad plays. She's like, "Want to play golf?" I'm like, "Fuck no, I'm playing them goddamn golf, bro." Right? That's that's a waste of land. You just wasted a whole bunch of fucking acres of land. You just fucking turn into a fucking golf course. The fuck. Okay, Doc, Harper back to ROH. Harper told you, Mike. Now, I got a question for you, because you, you said it's two weeks from from uh, Thanksgiving. You turn on that heater yet? I think it's going to kick on tonight for the first time on oh. uh, as we record this, because it's going to be in the, I think we're going to get into the 40s, and I know that's not cold, but uh, in these parts, the natives get restless, and I'm pretty sure it's going to kick on. Hate oh, to say God. it, but it's probably going to happen. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is. But, you know, 
Mike and I are not in charge of our households. Oh, well, no. I, I told a story. I'm on the phone with Harper last night, and we're going to get to some wrestling talk in a second. So, you know, hold your horses on this one. But I'm on the phone with Harper last night, and I'm getting yelled at by my wife who comes out the room who's who's asking me if the AC is on. Um, she could probably hear me right now, so I'll get slapped later. But uh, she's she's working out for the first time in, in a while. Slip a Mickey in her uh, vanilla vodka, and she won't remember what she and, she and all of a sudden, she's burning up. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I work out five days a week. And, and I told Doc, I said, I got this I got this hypothesis. You know, when you work out a lot, your body's always, like, amped and running. So, like, your your metabolism is jacked. And I, I ain't Mr. Olympia, nobody, nor what I want to be. It's not jacked. It's just elevated. Let's don't and oversell what you're at doing. At the end okay. of the day, I think when, you, when you're an active person, your internal body temperature is higher than most people. Well, if you're sedentary, you're never going to be warm. And I think that's the problem. You're like a human a lizard. You're going to be cold all the time. They, you nailed it. They're cold all the time. So I get... Harper heard it. He's like, what, are they complaining it's cold? I'm like, no, bro. They talk about they're hot. I'm like, welcome to my world. <laughs> anyway, yep, we click. We, we, we turned the AC down a little bit, which is which was music to my uh my ears and asshole. I work for a living. I'm willing to pay for that. Yeah. Not the heat, though, brother. No. X-nay on the X-nay on the heater. Why are we going to sweat in our own house? That's yeah, right. really, bro. That's why I got the fucking air conditioning. Not just that. If you're cold in the summer when the AC is running, it's 100 degrees out there. Walk outside and heat yourself oh, up for a second. Oh, yeah, bro. I've always said that. It's cold in here. I've always said, go outside for about 30 seconds and then walk back in and tell me how fucking cold it is. That's all you need. 36, 30 to 60 seconds. And you will be thanking sweet baby Jesus for this AC. If mm-hmm. she's cold, tell her to take her ass down to Starbucks and get her a pumpkin spice and oh, warm God. her ass up. She mm. don't do the pumpkin spice, but yeah, okay. Doc, uh, real quick, ROH, you were saying something. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. I was just trying to fill some time. Well, I just love how the different dirt sheets reported differently. You got one person, one dirt sheet saying they, they released everybody when that's not really true from what I gathered and I did some more intel on it. Everybody didn't get released. Um, a lot of people, yes, are released as of the end of this year. They are not going out of business, according to the reports right now. Now, of course, that's subject to change. And then the other thing is um, they're they're. I don't like this, but it's corporate speak. It sounds like they want to reimagine, which I hate that damn word with every fiber in my soul. They want to reimagine whatever ROH is going to be. I think that's dumb. I I feel bad because we know a lot of people in ROH. We've had a lot of guests on from ROH. Everybody I've ever talked to from ROH is a really good person. Uh, The people I know that work there are good people. I feel bad for them. And whether you like ROH or not, let me break it down for you if you're a younger listener. One of the problems with wrestling in the late 90s, early 2000s, well, early 2000s when everything shut down and all you had was WWF slash E, was there was not a market for wrestlers. So you had one big company and that was it. As much as I might complain about certain things with AEW, ROH, whatever other smaller companies they are, the fact of the matter is when you have other companies, you have some leverage. Now, I get it. There's still... One big dog in the yard, in my opinion, which is WWE. But at the same time, you have some leverage because there are other organizations. When you were an independent wrestler in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, you had nowhere to go 
because WWE wasn't going to sign you. They were signing nothing but, you know, people that were 6'5", 230, look good on a, in a magazine photo shoot. That was it. Like that, and they figured they could make them into wrestlers. When you have smaller federations like the ROHs, and I'm going to throw AEW in there. I'm not into the discussion about how great and bad they are. Whatever. They are what they are. Uh, I, I'm going to leave Impact out of this because only that clown on the Facebook group that his initials are SJ uh, watches that nonsense every week. But anyway, the point being, I don't want them to go away. I don't think they're going away based on this bullcrap reimagined thing, but I think it sucks that if something were to happen to them, there's less places for talent to work. And I think that's the tragedy of it all. If you really break it down, because I think guys need a place to work and that would suck. Cause I actually think ROH's product outside of all these other promotions, ROH has had actually the best stuff. Um, they do some dumb stuff too, but that's everybody nowadays. I mean, it's not like it used to be. Then again, we're yeah. reviewing 1990 wrestling where Norman, the lunatic is on there. So everything wasn't always airtight brother. But anyway, that's that's my thoughts. Okay. You don't care, fuck right? It, bitch. I yeah, fuck it, bitch. I don't care. Okay. I mean, it's good for it's good for them to stay in business for all the reasons. But you know, maybe that opens a door to where the champ could get the promotion outside of uh, New Orleans and and really uh grow the company. Yeah. Get Harper on, get Harper on some national TV. Um, bro. Uh, man, me and Harper had an offline discussion about something the champ told him. <laughs> oh man, sometimes I just shake my head. I'll keep moving on that note. <laughs> Special shout out to our largest page contributors. <laughs> Monthly disrespectfully, classy Barky, Blasty, Mike, Children, Joe, Ice. Thank you for your generous support and a couple of Patreon shout outs. N- uh, nothing really new, but Zach S, longtime patron, he went annual this month, so thank you, Zach. And then Chris Zoncha, Zaha, Zaha, you know, he's our favorite friend out there in the Facebook community. He uh, he made a he bumped up a little bit on the Patreon and a little bit is a lot in my eyes. So thank you, Chris Zoncha, for doing that. And if you're not a patron, you got to become one at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Here's the thing. Doc and I just cut an episode that is on Patreon right now on The Last Clash with JYD and Ric Flair. And I got to say, I don't want to toot our own horn, but toot toot. That was one of the better Clash reviews we've done. Not one of the best Clashes, but better reviews. What do you think, Doc? It was just you and I. Well, yeah. I mean, we we it was uh, if you're only used to the, the weekly shenanigans, you might be surprised that for the Mike and I can play it straight and really call some wrestling if we need to. So, uh, just throwing that out there. We broke that gimmick down, and you can get it at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If it That's was a woman, we would have Patreon turned her BTT. out and had her on the streets. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't even... He thinks everybody's, that's funny, and it's just dumb. Everybody's ready for the turnout. <laughs> uh, can y'all see my screen? What? No. That's what I thought. I just shared it. Thank you. Doc, you got a five-star review? We finally got one. Thank you for uh, sending that in. Uh, We need some more. We do. We definitely do. The algorithms are are hungry. Um, Yeah, let me hit this thing. This damn gimmick, I told you. It reset. All right, so here we go. Some little fella out there needs to hold the microphone high. It is big. 
I don't have my readers. Big Show 7615, who says this is the best, best podcast, podcast wrestling, wrestling or otherwise. Or otherwise. Your readers. What a joke. Bro, when it goes, it goes. I'm like a shooting guard. When it goes, it goes fast. Read the review, please. Mike, Doc, and the absolute legend, Hardbody Harper, are the absolute best in the podcast game today. End of story. Doesn't matter if you are a wrestling fan or not. There has not been one episode that I haven't laughed until I cried numerous times. My wife is a respiratory therapist. So needless to say, it's been quite stressful over the last two years. And these guys have given me hours of laughter and entertainment during times in life. That there hasn't been a lot, a ton to laugh about. Please check out Booking the Territory and join their Patreon. I did, and it's the best decision I've ever made when it comes to podcasts. That's a well-written review, right? Five-star review, I would say. What I'm talking about. That's that's good stuff there, man. Yeah. Maybe. And and this is just an idea here. I want to float out here. But maybe we should talk about some wrestling. All right. Yeah, let's talk about some wrestling. So we're talking, let me get the video version going. We're talking. First of all, let me call a big red fucking throbbing red cock flag on this shit. An hour and 43 fucking minutes. Yeah, really? Nobody needs to watch wrestling for that long in a row. Okay. This is. June the 16th, 1990, coming off the heels of the Clash of the Champions and all that good stuff. This week, I got a, I got a spoiler alert. JYD uh, didn't win the belt at the at the Clash. Oh, fuck. This Son week's Saturday night on TBS is coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida at the Coliseum there. And it was taped June the 15th, a day earlier, in front of, believe it or not, 5,000 people. This is a nice crowd on hand here coming off of the clash. So we, we're, we're filling the Anderson, building up here. South Carolina knows how to party. Yeah, that's where the clash was, but now we're in Jack's. Uh, this was no. taped. No. What? I think it's in South Carolina. The this one? clash. Was in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, this yeah, is th- in South Carolina as well. This is in Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, the records I have are wrong then. My apologies. Well, Man. I'm just saying that because of what they told me on the show. I mean, it's right. not like I got some Marecci, the Tim Marecci. No, this ain't Bible. got nothing to do with Marecci, you jackass. Why am I a jackass? Because you're an idiot. You just like assault, you know, just, just insulting assault. people for no reason. No, you would never assault anyone. You're too much of a little broad or to do that. To so. There's 34% brothers and sisters there. Okay. Well, anyway, we go straight to the ring. So where are we at, Doc? And my, my records are wrong is what you're saying. Where are the we Civic at Civic Center in Anderson, South Carolina. Okay. Well, there you go. So scratch what I said about Jacksonville or wherever. Um, it's, um, yeah. This is after the clash. There's no formal opening this week. We head straight to the ring for Paul Orndorff versus Dave Reardon. Uh, Brian Pillman is on commentary with JR. Orndorff's going to win with a nice looking pile driver. Pretty quick match, maybe two minutes or so. 
Doc, thoughts on Mr. Wonderful here after that bull crap they pulled at the clash? Well, can you get me three minutes and 20 seconds here? Boy, that's hard to do on this long episode, but let's see. We're going to have ourselves a little drop kick from Mr. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're at 3.15, so here it okay, comes. Okay, here it comes. Big man getting up. He's over 40 years old. He's getting up for it, too. Stuck him with the pile driver at the end. Orndorff with the one, two, three. We did hear on commentary during this match that Buddy Landell is here. Budro in the house. That's right. Or Orndorff, look at him. Boy, he works the crowd getting ready for that pile driver. He knows what he's doing. So what's the Tell arm you. injury they said that he had? I think he got it doing the Javorski. Oh, no. <laughs> He said that uh, you can kind of tell, right? I kept trying to look at his arms and trying to see, you know, what the difference was. Isn't it the right one? One's on one side of his body and the other one's Oh, on come the on! <laughs> I think it's the right one. I, th I think it's the right one. It does look a little smaller. But, yeah. You can really... T I don't think you can tell... You can t I mean... You can tell during this time, but there are other times in the career where you can really tell. Anyway, uh -oh. um, hey, so you, boys, and girls, you need to call right now on this 800 number below if you want to get yourself Freedom Rock. So anyway, we'll keep moving because the first promo that we'll go to in this episode is from Ric Flair, Arn Anderson and Barry Windham. Now, um, there's a little bit of racism in this week's episode, but nothing like last week where every single promo was just racist as could possibly be. Let's go now to Flair, Arn, and Barry. Cutting a quick one here. Let's see what they got to say. Tell me Luger and Stinger out here singing the blues, saying what they want. Well, gentlemen, in this sport, there's people that want things, and there's people that have things, and the horsemen have things. Tell them, In your lifetime, you may want a lot of things, Luger. You too sing. But the bottom line is, whoo, when your name is Ric Flair, and you are a member of the Horsemen, you dictate policy. Jim Hurd, the NWA, nobody lays it on the line without getting my okay. So the bottom line is, whether you like it or you don't like it, swallow it, because it's looking you right in the eye. Right, BW? You know, Woo! these guys think that they're going to use <laughs> our own tactics against us. You haven't got us flustered one bit. Sting, Luger, Junkyard Dog, Paul Orndorff, it won't work at all because we stick together like no others. The horsemen are going to dominate pro wrestling. <laughs> all right, so this one wasn't the one that had racism in it, but uh, oh, or a tad bit, nothing like last week. Or Arn kills me. There's people in this sport that want things and people that have things. Boy, he ain't kidding when he says that and he says they have things. Flair... Talking about dictating policy is fine, but then he talks about whether you like it or you don't swallow it. Okay, you think he's ever said that in a Marriott? Oh, come on. Um, Doc, thoughts on this promo? Swallow it, bud. I just gave you my thoughts on this promo. Wow. Okay. Because is his forehead. Look at Barry. He's got a bandage up there, doesn't he? It fucking looks like Arn has a big band-aid on his foot. You see it kind of shine? No, huh? 
You see? It, it almost looks like it. I, I see what you're talking about, Hopper. Yeah. It's like a piece of ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it looks like. It's it's. <laughs> Why am I hungry all of a sudden? It Come does. Here, let, me, let me eat your forehead. But it, but then the angle changes and it's I don't know I think it's just a reflection of the light. Yeah. And then I can't tell if Barry's got something on that stupid looking hairdo he's got on his forehead. God, that looks so bad, isn't it? Doc, ask him. Talk to him about last week with Freedom Rock. Well, last week, Wyndham was shirtless. And had on like a tie dye bandana, so he looked like he was ready to listen to some fog hat. <laughs> Barry looks older than he really is. And Arn, they, oh man, Arn does too. They look old. And Flair's head is ridiculous. What's worse, Doc, the ponytail or that look right there where it's like he's damn near got a halo around his whole head The ponytail by a mile. Okay. Yeah, for real. Doesn't it look like a halo, Hop? <laughs> Above uh, Barry? No, Flair. Look at, like, watch. I'm going to pause it in a second. Like, right there. It's just like a glowing halo around <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts on this one? No. Nate said whether you like it or don't, swallow it. Jesus. Swallow it. Oh, that's real classy. That's nice. Uh, Just swallow uh, it. It's all I'm right. not going to cover yeah. every commercial in this episode, but we go to a commercial where Nintendo Super Spike and the Nintendo NES Satellite are promoted, Look and it's a commercial. Graphics. And, Halber, do you remember the satellite? It was the thing that you could plug in, and it was like a... You know, f yeah. so four people could play on it, but it Come it was on. like a infrared. You didn't have to be plugged into the console completely. Yeah, I remember that thing. Okay, there it is, right I mean, there. Look, I never knew like anyone that 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 had it. Me either. I just remember it. It seems like a complete waste, but you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? I guess it's fine if you wanted four players, but so be it. Anyway, they show that we see a a bunch of. Other commercials, Oxy Ten, Robocop Two. I have pimples. It doesn't matter. You're just gonna swallow it. Oh, come on. You you see? What's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Oxecute him. Oxecute him. Remember that? Yeah. Man. Those fucking pads and they'll burn your fucking skin. No, I didn't have that problem, so No? I no, I didn't I was at a nice complexion all oh. the way through life. The Robocop two commercial. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh boy what a terrible movie <laughs> this summer maximum <laughs> oh, bro, I wanted to ask you about this a few weeks ago this nerf commercial for the nerf oopie watch this yeah. nonsense I don't remember this the nerf oopie yeah, I don't remember this either what the hell it's like a ball that's egg shaped and it it kind of wobbles through the air. <laughs> Great. I want a ball that doesn't go where I throw it. <laughs> Man, these companies made some bull crap back in the this day. Looks like, this looks like the primetime event at the Paralympics. <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm not going there. You're going to hell. That's something. I, I don't I'm make at fun the of, Special no. Olympics. No, no, you're still going to no. hell. Yeah. Oh. 
You're still the going Goodwill to hell. Games. Are the Goodwill Games. There you go. Still going to hell. All right. Well, we keep going. The next match, we've got Arn Anderson versus Larry Santo. Arn is still the TV champion, and but you do have to hear Doc and I's take on him versus Paul Orndorff and how much sense it did not make for them to wrestle for the stipulation that was a part of that match at the Clash. Great match. Stupid stipulation. You got to become a patron over here. We talked about Arn's the champion, though. He's going up against Larry Santo, Smoky Mountain alumni. Here we go. Lots of Smoky Mountain guys. Uh, there were boos, but also a lot of cheers for Arn as he came out. And Arn's going to yeah. win the spine buster. Doc, I'm sorry, Hopper, thoughts on this match or anything else? I thought it was a good match. He fucking worked the arm. It all looked good. Yes, sir. It's Arn Anderson. Doc, what about you? Uh, is this non-title too? I mean, what if Larry Santo wins? You just gave away the long discussion we had on the clash about the stupidity of. I didn't give away shit. We broke that down in a way that only we can, and there's only one way to hear it. You ain't got to get swole up in the chest and hot at me, pal. This match was solid. It is what it was going to be. It's a professional ass whooping handed out by Arn Anderson. Eh, that's true. All right, so no other thoughts, Doc, as Arn wins with the Spine Buster. Hey, if we sit and talk about every one of these matches, we're going to be here till tomorrow. Till midnight, right. Okay, so we keep going, and, well, we know that Rocky King has been making numerous surprises. What a Spine Buster by Arn there, if you're watching the video version. Rocky King's been making numerous announcements that he's got surprises. And before they go to the next commercial segment, Rocky King cuts a promo, and Rocky King says... He promises a surprise for Ole Anderson later in the show. I'm going to save my thoughts on this stupidity for later, but just know there's some nonsense <laughs> hey, stop right coming. There. Push pause, push pause. Harper. Huh. No, Doc. Animal doesn't... House. Oh, yeah. No, Otis y'all. Day in the yeah. Night. Mike said I was an like idiot. Him. No, no, no. I, I see it. As okay. soon as said Animal House. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it. See? But you know what he looks like wearing that college shirt? Looks like a middle school uh, assistant basketball coach or something. He looks like a basketball coach in the inner city right there. Right. Now, what you two idiots just said is all black people look alike when you're no. talking about him looking like the dude so. in the Animal no. House. Did I say he looks like Mr. T or, or uh, Lionel Richie or, you know, Billy D. Williams, no. Or Mike Mills, no. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. What an asshole. All right. Well, we're gonna keep moving. Um, we get another video package of Vader. We've seen this a few times. They even played it at the Clash. So he's this coming looks in so shortly. Fucking badass, dude. The, the smoke. This 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 whole package. I'm bro. Imagine seeing that coming through the fucking, no matter what you think of pro wrestling, look at that motherfucker. Dude, okay, so I was going to wait till we talk about it. We can break it down more when we get there. The very first time I saw him on Saturday night with that helmet in the smoke, I mean, I saw this clip, but then when I saw him on Saturday night, I was like, holy crap, look at yeah, that. Yeah, for real. Because you never seen him on WWE. It's the yeah. first time seeing him on fucking TV. Like, who the he, fuck is this guy? You could have yeah, seen him on AWA. Well, he, whatever. Not, not like on. this. Like, but, yeah, that like this. But he was 
I mean, he. It was something new, right, Harper? Yes. Keeping the show moving, because we'll talk more about Vader, because we're getting close to his debut. We got our boy from Smoky Bot Wrestling, Mr. Be Blessed and Be a Blessing, the Nature Boy, Buddy Landell. He takes on Dino Hernandez. Budro's in the house. Budro's been a few places since we've last seen him here in this promotion. I think mostly Continental. I believe at least. And JR mentions on this during this match, Rocky King surprise coming up shortly. And JR says he will speak to Rocky again shortly. Budro's going to win this thing when he slams Hernandez and hits him with that corkscrew elbow. Buddy looking a little plump in my opinion, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Doc, your thoughts on this one? Dino Hernandez, huh? Right. Dino. I swear to God, they're like... I- Gino, I was like, oh, you dumbasses. You, you named him after Fred Flintstone's dog. <laughs> wow. But he's 28 years old there. God damn, he's not even 30. That's amazing. That's so when we get to the crazy. end of Smokey, he's 35. I mean, uh, 33. It's only five years away from this, Doc. You realize that? Yeah, no, huh? I was thinking the same thing. What else you got, Doc? I had a timestamp here, but I'd be damned if I could read it. Oh, come on. Come on. I mean, you're going to at least take a shot at it? (laughs) No. Sound it out. (laughs) Well, like I said, Budro wins, corkscrew elbow. And he pins Dino. Here it comes. Look at Buddy selling it with that tie around his waist right now. <laughs> there was a point in the match where Buddy started looking toothless as he was making noises and stuff. But that pin's fine. Yeah, he's putting on weight. Look at him when he gets up. God, yeah. he's looking a little pudgy there. He's a little pudgy. Um, he had moments in Smokey where he was pudgy, but then he kind of leaned up too. But Budro's a little pudgy here. Well... I'm going to keep moving because we're about to go to a promo with Rocky King and Rocky King Surprise. This isn't even the worst promo that Rocky King Surprise is going to cut on the <laughs> episode of this episode or Saturday night. Let's go to it now. Here it is. Certainly an impressive victory for Nature Boy Buddy Landell back here with Rocky King. Now, what is this surprise, Rock? You're I happy. Feel, I feel so good. You Hold know, just a second. I get tired every week. I have to come out here and look at this guy. I want to know now what in the world kind of surprise you got lined up for me. Can you talk? Do you really want to know all this? Yeah, and quit that movie. Just Dude. tell me what's going on. Come on in here, brother. <laughs> Gee, yeah. I can't. Wait a minute, Herd. That's another WC. You're going to find out I got a few lawyers, too. Say no more. Look, I've been sitting at home, and I've been watching the whole damn... The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Only Adams has been going rough shot know everybody. Well, you and Rick Fair. Your time has come. You're talking about it ain't time. It is a new day. They got and I'm gonna keep my eye on you and my foot. <laughs> if you move, wherever you go, I'm gonna be on you like steak is on. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry, but I'm full up to here. Only's been on my mind ever since. Every time I lay down, every time I wake up, all I can see, I have been denied. Ooh. 
and it's him and Ric Flair. But my time has come to put my foot where the sun don't shine. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm full. Fans, that may happen. I am full. Well, this Sunday and night. I'm ready. In the Omni, Sunday night, Thunderbolt Patterson will be there and will be right back. This nonsense. Doc, I want your thoughts first. I don't think I should. Oh. Okay, Harper, you were laughing. What's going on? He looks, he looks like your cousin Lionel from, from the Seventh Ward. Well, right. it, I can't I mean, disagree. Yeah. And what, what kind of if car? If I'd have said that, I'd have been in trouble. Well, I mean, what kind of car do you think he drives? You tell us. You're the car expert. Yeah. A Lincoln Mark IV. What's now, it smell like? Weed. Yeah. He just pissed everybody off again. <laughs> the people that are still listening, they got mad. the ones who weren't listening when he got mad when when they got mad when he said Shaska and uh, and uh, God, what's his name? We're driving around and it smelled like weed and cocoa butter. I still get comments about that on the YouTube Tiger channel. Conway and the, Junior. Tiger Rocky Conway. Rocky King is uh, uh, it's like blazing saddles. Yeah. What do you think Hurd said? Go out there and act black. <laughs> right. I, <sighs> Where the white women at? And keep going, Doc. Here's the other thing. When's the last time Thunderbolt was in the promotion? Man. Oh, God, bro. And so if Jim Ross hadn't said who it was, how many kids are out there like, who's this fool? Right. I, I got I got numerous issues with this. And, and I know people from the Mid-Atlantic Territory are going to be like, but Mike, but Mike, look, man, here's the thing. Sometimes you just got to let go of your stars. I've let go of JYD at this point. It is what it is. He's big. He's out of shape. It's not happening. It's just not meant to be. Ole out here comes out here and he's like, what's the surprise? And he's almost calling Rocky King something you can't see on television again. You notice how he paused with his do somebody in outfit on. <laughs> and as soon as I saw who it was, because I, I really didn't remember this. I was like, oh, so. We're turning back the clock 10 years now is what we're doing here, right? We're Ole right. and Ole and Thunderbolt were once tag partners, if my memory's correct. And instead of pushing new talents to the moon, like Pillman and giving them a little bit more shine and television time, we bring back Patterson, who I think I looked up and is probably about 49 years old at this moment. 49. But Ole, he's got the book right now, so this is what we get. Do I really need to say anything more, Doc? I no. think that's a pretty thorough summary. Yeah. And the sad part is the promos get worse from him. And at and I Ole remember, running off, Ole should have just laughed at him and then put a boot in his gut. And he's going to be on commentary a few times, which is even worse. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear that. Oh, it's None of these horrendous. wrestlers come out there and enunciate when they're on color. It's bad, but we'll keep moving. All right. Like I said, I don't know what we're doing, but hey, I guess it's not as bad as Norman. So we got Buddy Landell that's here. That's something to really key in on is, is it could always, and I mean always, be worse. 
So Budro comes out and he cuts a promo with his sunglasses on, and he claims I'm the real nature boy. Let's and... hear, buddy. Okay. Give me a second. Let me turn back. It's not like he sets the world on fire, but he's back and he's buddy, and he's going to admit to being fat. Fair. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Fair enough. Here's Budro. Beating people up as usually. You know, you just got through saying a nature boy, Buddy Landell. <laughs> Not to be confused with Nature Boy Rick Flair. How do you tell the difference? I'm the real Nature Boy. I'm the one that ain't got five people backing me up all the time. Now, it's going to be your pleasure to see me tomorrow night on the main event. Then I'm going to stroll across the street and stomp somebody in the Omni. I'm not going to come out here and try to tell you I got a great body. Nobody looks like Luger. I'm not popular like Sting. I'm a smart aleck and proud of it. And beat people up for a living. Thought stock. Be blessed, be blessed and be a blessing. Amen. Uh, all right, well, we'll keep moving. Man, it's just one hillbilly to the next here. <laughs> yeah, no, huh? <laughs> you think and peroxide that, was in short supply? And then wait till you see the fucking goodies commercial. Oh, no. Um. So we keep going. The goodies commercial is coming up shortly. We keep going. We got Tommy Rich versus Jill Cruz. I don't have much from this. Rich is going to win. He hits the Thez press off the second turnbuckle. I thought turnbuckle. it was a nice finish because he actually did something different with that. But this match was super long. Yeah, the, the wrong guy fucking won, bro. That guy kind of looks like Magnum TA. And he's bigger. He's got a nice build to him. That's the third guy we've said looks like Magnum TA. First Holy. it was Trent Knight. Then it was Scott Hall. And now it's Joe Cruz. Oh, you Trent Knight. Scott Hall. Trent Knight really did look like him. He had a good build they and everything. Put Trent Knight and Lee Scott in a tag team. No. Why not? Whatever. All right, Tommy Rich wins. Doc, anything else? Just let's see the finish. Can you show me the finish? Yeah, I'm trying to get to it. This damn there thing's you. too long. I'll tell you that much. Too long. I could. I told you that first thing when we started. Look at this. Look at aerial maneuvers. And hey, hey. I figured I could get it further down your throat if I jump off the second rope. <laughs> See, y'all talk about me making fun of Tommy. Come on. Doc over there <laughs> making I'm jokes I'm going to get my stuff. Tennessee toothpick out and give you a juicy Johnny. <laughs> Never forget when Hopper looked up Juicy Johnny as we were reviewing it and couldn't contain himself. <laughs> <laughs> One of the better segments. All right, we keep moving, and Mr. Wrestling now, 2 cuts a promo. Continuing with the youth movement, here's Mr. Yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, brah. And then they do the interview with the both of them together. I'm like, what the fuck, brah? Well, how at least for minutes, this. What's the over-under, or how many minutes before the camera went on did Wrestling 2 use the N-word? Come on, Doc. He, on. Looks, he looks like the kind of guy that might. Why? Because he's got a white hood on? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. All right, what? let's keep moving. Uh, when you get <sighs> Mike in a rare moment of honesty, it all comes out. I mean, if you're a racist prick, I mean, you're a racist prick. I got no love for you. But anyway, um, let you me Minnie Pearl, going. look at that piece of ass. Exactly, so, that's what I'm saying. I mean, she probably hadn't been wet since Nixon. Well... Wrestling 2, the only thing he mentions in his promo is he's going to be there to be the special referee when JYD takes on Luger at the Omni tomorrow night. Wrestling 2, you don't need your working boots for that. It will probably last five minutes the way JYD was sucking win against Flair. We then go to the commercial that I think Doc is or Hopper wants to talk about, the goodies headache powder with Mini Pearl. Yeah. What do you want to say, Hopper? 
Everything about this is just rednecks. The wrestlers. Man. Bruh. This is some sort of secret message from Q. Okay. (laughs) Dude, don't say that. I'm going to have to take it off the YouTube version. The South's number Number one one headache headache powder. What the (laughs) fuck? You can't get this shit north of Kentucky. <laughs> and next is a Days of Thunder fucking ad for NASCAR. We really are niche marketing here. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. you're Southern Promotion. What do you expect? Right? The Braves play the Mets. Come on. Yeah, the, it's guess. the Giants, isn't it? I don't know. Wasn't paying that close of attention to it. Any other thoughts on these commercials? Because I'm about to fly through them as there's a scam of a Medicare commercial there. Hey, well. some things never change. Fuck, you those can turn it on now and see Joe right. Namath scamming people out of money. Yep. <laughs> Joe Namath and your boy from uh, Good Times. Which is uh, Slim yeah. Black and Dynamite. Uh, oh, wow. JJ. Dynamite. Yeah, JJ. Uh-huh. He does one, too. Boy, they're working the angle there, bro. They get a black yeah, man to promote it and a white man. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, next matchup, Midnight Express versus Bob Emery and Joe DeFuria. Doc, I got a couple of timestamps from this that I got to play, but what you got from this? Because we get some stuff from Stan and whatnot here. My note was that this match was longer than it needed to be. Yes. Yeah, it was. And... How much longer do we have with the Midnights? I uh, think um, Halloween Havoc, I think. October. So about four months. Mm. Yeah, mm, is right. Okay, let me let me go to this timestamp that I got from this. So Corny's on commentary. I'm sorry, Jim Ross and Pillman are on commentary. And they start having a discussion about Cornette, I believe, if my notes are correct. <laughs> So let's go to it now. Here it is. Body part, as you see, they're going to pick out a body part, wear it down, and keep Jim Cornette out of the match. Cornette reminds me of some basketball coaches. They used to be on the sideline when I officiated basketball some 18 seasons, always crying and always complaining about what could have been or should have been or would have been. Well, you mentioned basketball, Jim, but I, I know tennis is his favorite sport. I hear he swings both ways. Mixed doubles. I hear he oh, swings no. both ways, mixed doubles. <laughs> wow. Wow is right. And then, uh, Doc, we're not going to get too many more of these, so watch Stanfield Lane here. Watch Stan. Here it comes. Yeah. What do you call that, Doc? To swallow it. <laughs> he does it again. It you got better. a timestamp? No. You don't? Damn. Okay. Uh, but he but he hits his wiggle. Harper doesn't take notes. Yeah, I see that. That's obvious. Never he does it after a big move. I thought that was the only time I saw it, but you know nah. this match is long, so who knows? Yeah. Get him, Bobby. The midnight win when Bobby drops the big leg on DeFuria as Stan holds him in place, and that was my notes. Anything else, Doc? Mm-mm. Okay. 
We didn't get a bunch of commercials. We get Braves baseball, a bunch of wrestling hotline, power stick, Hidden Valley Ranch. Boy, they're just laying it in here thick with all that stuff. And then we go to the next match, which is going to be Lex Luger versus Joe Kazana. Luger actually, well, not actually, but Luger is going to win quickly with the torture rack on Joe Kazana. Any thoughts, Doc? The people are with Lex here. Oh, yeah. They love their Lex. And Lex should lose the ponytail. Yeah. If Wyndham is using it and Flair was using it as a heel move, he should not have it. You think ponytail is is a heel move completely? I think ponytail is, let me get this hair out of my face. Okay, that's the obvious. You know what, never mind. No, I'm saying there may have been no more thought put to it than that, is what I'm saying. 10-4. All right. I, won't I used to have time. long hair. You want? There's times yeah. where you want to just, what? Bitch, really? How long was it? You're an ugly son of a gun now. I can't imagine you with long hair. What's that supposed to mean? Industry expert. Ugly. Long hair. Oh. You want to answer Harper's question? It was down over. It was past my shoulders. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, we're talking twenty-three years ago. Oh. <laughs> back, back when he told me, "Brad, you know some of the stuff I jam my." <laughs> what? Come on. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? No, I'm just repeating what you, you don't said. Have to, you're the one without respect. Let's go now to Sting, JYD, and Paul Orndorff cutting a promo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the horsemen have certainly been running roughshod over a lot of opponents, but here are three men that say time has come. I know you've got a challenge to make, dog. Yeah, right here today, we want to challenge the four horsemen right here on national television next week, whether it's one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, or whatever. The horsemen right now is just like constipation, but now you got three Mr. X like themselves, and we'll go through the horsemen just like Brett went through Richmond in the early years. I guess it's no secret by now, is it, Rossi? Every time we do a TV taping, something like that, somebody comes out, the horsemen come out, all of a sudden, dudes with attitudes come out, we get into a little wild melee, little dust cloud, hands, feet, everything flying every which way. Well, it's no secret the way we all feel about each other. So the next thing to do, Rossi? Get it together. You're flinching, aren't you? you get it together, get in a ring, and get it done. So we're making this challenge right now to all those guys, aren't we, Mr. Wonderful? You know something? You just think about it. You've driven myself, Sting and Dog, to the attitude that we have right now. And then that attitude being that we really don't care anymore. We're on that fine line between insanity and sanity. And if it means going to that ring with a chair, if it means picking up and bashing your head in, if it means kicking your teeth in, then that's what we're gonna do. And you can, regardless of that, if it's a singles match, a doubles match, a six-man match, we are going to be watching each other's back Think about it when you go to bed at night. We will watch each other's fans. And fans will hear from the horsemen. Will they accept the challenge? We'll find out later in the hour. Thing had to get his scream in for our buddy Everett Starr out there. Doc, uh, I know you love this one. JYD said the horsemen are like constipation, but we got the X-lax. Any thoughts? I don't think all those words mean what he wanted them to. (laughs) Okay. He was terrible. Yeah. Sting mm. wasn't much better. Sting was in JYD's way, so we couldn't see him. Yeah. 
Orndorff was good. Yeah, Orndorff was believable. Orndorff was good. Agree. More commercials. Well, Hopper, anything from you on that? Was that Sting's first shirt? I have no idea. No, he has, hey. he's had another one on since before then. Oh, uh, all right. Now, the question might be, is that the first one they maybe sold. marketed and sold? Right. I, I don't know that one. Possibly. Um, but they weren't good at marketing <laughs> WCW, so who knows. Uh, Orndorff, after they come out of commercial is interviewed by Jim Ross, and Orndorff announces that uh, he will be, or JR mentions that he'll be, Orndorff will be doing commentary the rest of the show with him. So we get that announcement. Nothing too important there. We then go to the next match, which is Doom versus, boy, I know y'all loved this when y'all saw it, Johnny Ace in the Italian Stallion. We get a pitcher-in-pitcher, pitcher, and here's when the pitcher-in-pitcher pitcher starts. I couldn't remember, but I knew it was going to start. We start getting these pitcher-in-pitchers before lots of the matches. We get a pitcher-in-pitcher from Rock and Roll talking about Doom. And Rock and Roll say they want those world titles that Doom has. And that's my notes right now before I go to Doc. Doc, what you got from this one? Well, they were doing these insets when they first went to center stage. And then they stopped for a while. But they're really going to ramp them up like every match soon is what I'm saying. It gets irritating is what happens. It's overkill. Uh, at this point, I was ready to watch Johnny Ace get pounded by Doom. Pounded, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. You always got to use a certain choice of words. That's all I'm saying. I have a large vocabulary, so I have a lot of words from which to choose. Mm. Proceed. Keep going. Johnny Ace. Ugh. You promised me he would be gone soon. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was. We got, we got wrong. We got rid of the wrong dude with attitude. God. Another blonde guy with, with long hair. Holy <laughs> shit. They yeah, all look yeah. the same. <laughs> He's talking about Johnny Rich. I mean, Johnny Ace. And not... How many guys have we seen with long blonde hair so far? I don't know. We complained about mullets in Smoky Mountain. Hopper? But remember, back then, everybody on the card looked different so that they could differentiate themselves. Yeah. Unlike today, where everybody looks the same. It's amazing what these old-timers come up with when they say that. Man, like, it, Have you watched your product in a while? I mean, the answer is no, because of what Arn said recently, like you mentioned on... The inability to see things how they really are is a hell of a drug. Boy, and it's on a lot of old school wrestling fans and everybody in the world nowadays. Keep going so that we don't get in trouble here, though. Um, Rock and Roll uh, mentioned they cut that promo. They want the belts. There were some peanut head chants directed at Teddy Long. Boy, we haven't heard that, I feel like, in a long time. Oh, and Doom yeah. is going to win when Doom hits their finisher on Italian Stallion. Doc, any other thoughts? Well, now that do, we, we, I guess, look at that, though. Italian Stallion through. Yeah, that was a good little spot. Yeah. Um, But then he's going to get stuck. Oh, How? shit. Boy, did he. Remember when we used to think that the pile driver ended matches? Everything was airtight, brother. <laughs> yeah, they, people started kicking out of finishes a long time ago. They started kicking out of finishes a long time ago. I think the problem was the, because 
he rolled up when he got hit from it, which is actually even worse. They started the the whole false finish thing. That's when it got really out of hand. Right. Yeah. There's one thing to kick out of a pile driver right there. You know, I mean, as a commentator, you can make an excuse. Oh, he didn't got quite get it right that time, you know. But then guys started hitting their finishers, and for 16 times before a match ended, they were kicking out at 2.9. Dude, That's the I problem. I can't stand it when a guy kicks out and a guy gets up with that shocked face and looks around with his fucking jaw dropped down and his big, big eyes as big as hot caps. I can't stand it when the ref around. stops the way, on the way down for three because he knows he's not going all the way to the mat. Oh. Hubbard, any other thoughts on this match before we keep going? I think Doc's got his stuff in already. No. Well, right. we've said it, and it's true here again. Doom is rising to the occasion and looking like champions. Yeah. yeah we raved about their match versus the Steiners at the pay-per-view Capital Combat. Let me tell you, they ran it back at the Clash. Become a patron and check that out on video format. Doc and I reviewing that match. So now Woo! they're doing the Southern Boys finish. It's like they're like a... Uh... The Black Road Warriors. <laughs> you actually, cool? he said that like four years ago on this show. What? He was like, Doom was badass. They were like the Road Warriors. Yeah. I thought that was demolition. No. Boy, you're an idiot. <clears throat> I'm going to keep moving. Bunch of commercials. Um, There's that English damn leather. ball again. Kind of stupid stuff. The Oofy Ball. Google the uh, Oofy Ball. Remember Newman's own dressing mic? Yeah. They still sell it. What are you talking about? Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom used to buy that shit. At Burger King. Oh, at Burger oh. King. Yes, 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 yes. I do. Sometimes you got to break the rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next match is Mean Mark versus Scott Williams. We get a pitcher and pitcher once again that's taking up half the ring with Paulie talking about Orndorff, challenging Orndorff to a match with Mean Mark. Paulie wants Mean Mark versus Orndorff. Mean Mark wins with that big elbow drop off the second rope. Uh, he looks good. It's a shame that this guy is going to leave this year. <laughs> Doc, any thoughts? Well, my note is similar. Apparently, the story is is that Ole Anderson said nobody will ever pay money to watch you wrestle. Yeah. Ole, the guy who brought in Thunderbolt Patterson in 1990. And some people, you know, like Kevin Sullivan and others, will say that The Undertaker was the most successful money-drawing gimmick in the history of the business. Dude, he was the right guy at the right moment for that gimmick. It all came together because it could have been fucking Chili McFreeze bad. But, yeah. but again, don't get it twisted. Callaway, you know, Hopper from D-Man. Wide receiver. Callaway, mean Mark, has the talent. Best gimmick ever, Hopper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, Callaway, Callaway. <laughs> what were you saying, Doc, about our, rece no. our, about our receiver, Callaway? I popped when I saw his name the other day on the game. I told you. Hell of a gimmick out there. Bro, I got to play this for the sheer stupidity of it. The next promo is Mr. Wrestling 2 and Thunderbolt Patterson. And my note before we go to it says, 
I don't know about y'all, but the last thing the horsemen need is old people challenging them. Here it is. Call somebody. <laughs> Tell somebody there has already been a change. I'm back. Only Anderson, if you move, I'll eat If you move, I'm hungry and I'm full up to him. You're talking about change. It's a change because I'm back here in the corner. I'm with you too. Call somebody and tell somebody that history has already been made. We're going to keep, we're going to keep only. We're going to keep order. Order. You ain't never seen none before. But if anybody can force it, we can do it. We're going to do it, baby. Let me tell you that right now. The four horsemen always take everything for granted. You always feel that you can get it all done. But let me tell you something. You have hurt people for the last time. Now the aches and pains, the lumps and bumps are going to be put upon you. Because I'm going to be out there as a referee. Thunderbolt Patterson will be standing by. And this is one time, four horsemen. It's all going to come back. Payback is bad, baby. Let me tell you something right now. It's bad. In the Omni. And I tell you what, Junkyard Dog and Lex Luger in the Omni. Only if you move. Tomorrow night, it's going to be the Omni. Tomorrow you understand me? And you're, it's payback time in the Omni. If you move. He keeps saying it. doesn't say anything after. If you move. It's... It, it, these two Stop. geriatric fucks are a yeah. combined 103 years old. It's like he, bro, if I, if I didn't know better, I think Thunderbolt Patterson's drunk. He's the old guy at the club. Yeah, bro. Um, what's two right there? Like 55, 56, Doc? He's 55 and Thunderbolt's 48. Okay, I thought he was 49. Yeah. There you go. They're challenging the horsemen. Man. Oh. Thunderbolt's oh. like, now now your mama kicked me out, so I've been going out some lately to the club, to the discotheque. Man. Y'all hear something? Dad, we don't call it that anymore. What you saying, Harper? Go ahead. I got something really random to fucking tell y'all. Something I saw. A oh. chef in Tour Highway. Oh, well, Chef Mentor is in New Orleans East. I'm sure this is going to be a fabulous, uh, classy story about uh, someone in New Orleans East. So proceed, yeah. please. I was going down with fucking Chef Mentor Friday morning, bro, and I see the, this fucking crackhead, and his pants are kind of pulled down, and he's kind of halfway squatting. Like, he's like bare ass. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And I can see, like, the back of his pants. And there's just the brown streak. And he's shitting on the shoulder of Chef Mentor Highway at 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My city, I tell you. That could be anywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. <laughs> I mean, um, Harper did say he saw a turd in Philly just sitting on the on the sidewalk. Yeah, Not a dog that. turd, but a human turd. What's the name of this highway again? You keep saying some words, but I can't figure out what they are. It's Chef Mentor. It's also known as Highway Ninety. Um, so you may be able to search it by that. But in New Orleans, once you get to what's considered the East, it's Chef. It's also Gentilly Boulevard as you get 
out Uh-oh. of the east. That's so where, yeah. But anyway, that's nice, Hopper. Great random Did you story stop there. And help him. No. Did you stop and laugh at him? No, I just kept going. I was like, what the fuck? Because he's like legit bare ass. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And it's like, oh, he's taking a shit. Hmm. All right, well, great. And you saw the shit? Yeah. The back of his pants were totally fucking like, was like the fucking big skid mark. God. Yeah, bro. It, it, it was, uh, okay. Right. All right. Mm. Michael, Michael, Michael. Coming off of the Chef Mentor stream of doo-doo, we got the Rock and Roll Express versus Buddy Lee Parker and Rick Fargo. I don't know where Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker's tag team partner was, but we'll let that go. We get a pitcher-in-pitcher promo from Doom before the match. Doom and Teddy Long tell the Rock and Roll, nah, bruh, it ain't happening. Y'all ain't getting these belts. Uh, the Rock and Roll end up winning with the double drop kick. Doc, any thoughts on this match? Maybe what's his name was out catching some perps. Yeah. I mean, they are they're they're really are cops, so Okay. Fair well, enough. I just know this. I like Rock and Roll Express to this day, but they can't beat Doom. No. I mean, it would take. It would take a Herculean slip up like Regal and Garvin beating the Road Warriors for this to occur. We talked about it. They'd have to outsmart them where Doom did something that they were trying to do to the rock and roll and the rock and roll. Or like Tully, I mean, Teddy Long goes to try to hit him, but he moves and he hits one of the Doom guys and he, you know, small packages them. Why are y'all talking about this like it's real? Remember that back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. What Hopper said. What else, Doc? That's really all I had. Yeah, I mean, there's it's just not much to talk about with it with it. <laughs> all right, well, moving along. After the rock and roll, they show a repay replay clip, excuse me, of Ric Flair versus JYD from the class. No need to discuss it. Again, we covered on on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You can sign up there and listen to Doc and I break it down. JYD got to just lean into this gimmick and just come out with like a turkey leg or something <laughs> on the way to the ring. Damn, bro. Look how big he is. Bruh, look at that gut. It's suffocating Rick. Right. That's what I'm saying. Dude, Rick, Rick flew like a jet airplane all around that ring trying to do something. Hopper, I'm not going to keep playing it because we talked about it on Patreon, but man, I the amount in a, in, a, in, a, in a good while. But yeah, he was sucking so much wind. It was pathetic. And what Doc said, Rick did everything in his power to make it decent what the look at rick what the hell please tell me that girl is of age was she well um so hold on before i keep going rick flair and barry windham with sid vicious are going to take on lee scott and mike hart Uh, flair hugs and kisses a woman on the way to the ring and i really 
I'm trying to figure out if the woman, the girl, lady, whatever she's this of is. Age. Really? We yeah. Don't get, we don't I get don't a know. good shot. Let's see. Keep going. Well, um, yeah, she could be like 16. Oh, no. That's not that's of age, Harper. That's Whoa. probably not good. Wait, they're in South Carolina. It probably actually is. Yeah, in 1990. That's gross. So the guy who comes down to the ring and kisses an underage girl earlier in the show mentioned swallowing. I know she's underage. Come on. I don't. I'm just saying. Yeah, but if you don't know, you need to assume she is. That's true. No. <laughs> Who are you, my fucking probation officer? Oh no! Yeah. I, I, okay, I heard what you said. About to be with that attitude. <laughs> yeah, you 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 gotta assume she's underage, unless I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to Google something that's gonna put me on a watch uh, list. Age of consent. <laughs> oh no! This thing ends when Flair puts Mike Hart in a figure four, and he sold the heck out of it. Flair and Wyndham win. What doc? What did you find? What's the age of consent in South Carolina. Right now, it's 16. Oh, God. So back then, it was it was nine. I, I'm, 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 not, <laughs> I'm not engaging in whatever. You... Is it Jesus. 17 here, Mike? I don't. In Hold Louisiana? On. Yeah. Now I'm going to get on the, the Louisiana watch list. 17. Yeah. What's okay. Texas? Hold on. It might be 30 here. No. <laughs> 17. Okay. There's a lot of difference between a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Not for Doc, us. They're all children. I mean, Doc, when that I, I agree. Look, at my age, if I was single, I, I, I 35. I'm, I'm not going under 35, man. Yeah, really, bro. I oh. mean, it's just the whole age thing in the fact that you, if somebody's 30, 31, 32, what am I going to talk to to them about? I, this, this, uh, you're just too young. You know? They could talk to you about the oopie ball. Sure. Did, did you play with this when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah. I googled it. I wonder how much that thing was, Hopper. It's just Watch out! It's it's oopy. It's rad. It's bad. It's the nineties fad. Watch you know, out! It's oopy. It wiggles. It wobbles. It curves. It swerves. Watch out! It's oopy. Give it air. Give it water. Give it life. Jesus, that's terrible. Doc, any thoughts on Flair, Wyndham, Sid out there with him against Lee Scott and Mike Hart as Flair wins with the figure four? Uh, I'm looking up something else. Okay. Oh, no. Well, while you're doing that, I am going to fast forward because we do have a promo and we've got Bruh, Sting and Luger. Sting now, if you find a, at Walmart, there's a Nerf Vintage 1990 Water Air Oopy Ball, Blue Toy Ball. It's 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. You see, that's what I think. They, they Walmart.com sells crap that they don't sell at Walmart. Yeah, that's why that. Uh, yeah, so that's like exactly what happens, right? Walmart doesn't sell that. Someone has one from thirty fucking years ago, still in a box, and they're trying to sell it for fifty bucks through fucking Walmart. 
And Walmart will get their little cut, right? Yeah. They're going to slip their hands in their pants and get them some. Mm. Can you go back to 132.50? Oh, Sorry, come on. Come on. While you're looking <laughs> up. We're trying to get out of here. You run the whole race, guys. You don't stop at the end. Says the guy who gets blown up. No, okay. I'm not blown up anymore. I, when's the last time I've said that? I don't. I haven't been drinking during the show, so I don't get sleepy. Oh, you have because you 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 interrupt Harper and I a lot more when you're drinking, and I can tell that you've been drinking tonight. But go ahead. One thirty-two fifty. Here we go. What are we looking what for here? We got a headlock. Shoots Rick off. Rick takes the tackle. Oh, you dumbass! <laughs> the dude went to hit the ropes after Rick took the tackle. <laughs> and he just busted his ass. <laughs> Wait, I gotta you're see there, that again. You're in there with the world champ, and I I don't mean Oren, and you oh. blow it. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Flair didn't give him a second to recover. He grabbed him and chopped him. God, dude! Every one of these guys goes to the same hair salon. <laughs> it's like they got a Floby in the back. God, bro. The look, dude. Hey, rats only know how to cut one style of hair. I, I guess. Uh, Doc, there's a sting in Luger promo. Luger says they've been the hunters. Uh, f- uh, we've been the hunted for far too long, and now they're the hunted or some combination of that. What you got? Blah blah. So they start screaming at each other, and I know you had to love it. Let me. Let I just me, want let to know why it. that last match wasn't the end of the show. We yes, got Mister Wonderful Paul. We're We've brothers. got the Steiners. We're a We've family. got the Stinger back. One hundred and ten percent. We got our attitude. And man, that makes me excited. We got big time I don't normally come out here and jump around, shout, yell, or scream. Will you guys you ever come out here and jump, yell, come or scream? Come out and say yes or no. That's all I'm we want. Said, Where's your answer, horse? Yes come or no. On. Yes or no. Now's What's your chance on? to come out and say what you want to say. Hop in the uh, ring, get face to face, up close, right here on national TV. Do it. Let's do it. National TV. There's only one thing left. One thing left only. Yes or no? Put it on the line. End of story. What do you got to say? Well, they're challenging the horsemen, but they're uh, talking over each other the whole time. You know what they sound like? It's it's when the Saints have a big win and they're outside the Superdome, and when those assholes come out the Superdome, they all like, Super Bowl, Black Gold, Super Bowl, Black Black, and they're all screaming at the same time. That's what they sounded like. That sounds about right, Hopper. Well, look at this fucking... Say it ain't so. Dude, he's wobbling down to the ring because he's so fat. Man, that skin is stretched tight. JYD. He wasn't that big just a few years ago at WWF. I mean, he was big. He wasn't this big. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't this see, big a year ago when he big, was here. Right. Like, he was big, but not, like, stupid big. Now he's just, like, a big old fat son bitch. When it goes, it goes. Damn, it's pretty. Huh? It's, pre- it's pretty rough, dude. He's he's not in good shape. I, and here's the thing. this uh, you, you, Mike's being mean to me tonight. 
saying I'm drinking and I'm not even, I haven't, all I've had is a, is a glass of water here. That's a lie, but keep going. I haven't had a sip of alcohol, pal. Okay, please. You can't lie good. You don't lie good anymore. Never did for that matter, but keep going. Never mind. I hope JYD dies. Classic guy you are. He's wrestling against Barry Horowitz right now. Bro, it's it's crazy of how the shape he was in at one time to just go from from a Ferrari to a rusted out Pinto. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Has anybody ever made a bigger like? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like they went from like the Super Bowl champions to the Jacksonville Jaguars and never won again. I would never compare this guy to JYD's career, but. Ahmed Johnson, when he was jacked in WWF. Yes. And then when he went to WCW and he had that short stint as a member of the Harlem Heat. Yeah. He was friggin' fat. That's one example. I ain't saying he was. It was a little different because Ahmed was. JYD was cut in 82 when he was looking real good. But he wasn't. He wasn't. Like jacked like Ahmed was. He was jacked, but right. not quite that big. He wasn't as swole. Ahmed Johnson was a big dude. So when he got fat, it really looked bad. You can Google pictures of him when he was with Harlem. He he, he was a fat son of a gun when he was in Fuck, WCW. Look that up now. Who, Ahmed Johnson? Yeah. He's I haven't like seen... straight up fat, bro. Like he's like huge fat. I haven't seen pictures of him. I'll have to look it up. But like that, that's to, uh, Buster Douglas. Oh yeah, he got real big. Yeah. Is he Jamarcus what? Russell fat? Who? Oh, yeah, he Ahmed? got fat too. But there was a some as far as wrestling. I'm thinking Ahmed. Now I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. JYD wins with the thump on Barry Horowitz. The dog is big and he's rotund. He's gonna get bigger. That's the sad part. That's How crazy? How? How is it? It's. Uh... I think he. I think in '92 he's in WCW and he's looking pretty plump and rotund. God damn! When does he die? '97, right? I think so. Yeah. When he has the car wreck. Mm-hmm. What was he doing between '93 and '97? Indies. I guess it's at the house. Yeah. No, he, he did a lot of shit. he was doing a lot of indies. He was he was working indies in Louisiana and uh, various places throughout the South. I've got I've got him on I used to. I may not have it anymore. I'd have to look. I've got him on tape on some Southern Independence where he's got I'm gonna say Zubaz type pants on wrestling with, but they're not like the crazy colors like you're used to. It's just kind of like Flat color, like red or white or something like that. He's got these Zubaz on. He sh- he's got a shape, so he doesn't have a beard anymore. He just he looks terrible. I mean, just terrible. It was bad. But he was doing indies during that time. Before he died. Okay. Thanks and before he intro. died, too. Remember when he did that ECW appearance? No. No. Yeah, it was at a did, pay-per-view. Did they pay him in Philly cheesesteaks? Maybe, but he, he didn't wrestle. He, they just announced him hey, junkyard dog. It was him. And I think mass superstar can't remember all of them, but it was at a pay-per-view. And I remember a friend of mine hadn't seen JYD in years at that point, like over 10 years. 
He's like, oh, my God, that's the dog? Like, he hadn't seen him since, like, 86. <laughs> I was like, that's the dog. Anyway. All right, last promo before we get out of here. We got the horsemen. See what they have to say. Everybody wants to know, are you going to accept the challenge against those dudes with attitudes right here next week? Jim Ross, it's been the horsemen against the world for an eternity. Long as I can remember, somebody's wanting to jump on the horsemen. Well, gentlemen... Just remember one thing, we're an island unto ourselves. Any combination of the horsemen are better than everybody else. You want to jump on us? Fine and good. Make national television the platform. It'll shut you up once and for all. You know, Junkyard Dog, Paul Orndorff, Sting, they call themselves the dudes with attitude. Well, let me tell you what. If you want to try our game plans, believe you me, we back away from no one. We won't go up against any combination you can come up with. Junkyard Dog, you can't get anybody of your own kind to help you, so you got to get Orndorff or Sting. You're going to have to do a whole hell of a lot better than that because we're going to take care of you in any combination. We'll see you Sunday night at 6.05 on TBS. So that was the mild racist promo I was thinking of earlier, Doc. Fuck, that um, didn't seem mild to me. Oh, it was mild. You know why it was mild? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the one from last week as I throw it to Doc and ask Our him. Own your to own rate. kind is like you people. Right. Your own kind. I think that's worse than you people. Probably. Oh no, see Freedom Rock. Oh God, yeah. Very he's gonna see. God, he looks like he's gonna be on a Harley with his big fat wife. And listening going, to listening to slow ride for the 400th time and then listen to fucking kid rock yeah Freedom yeah rock, dude yeah turn it up oh god hey okay. there's two kinds of music leonard and skinnard <laughs> hopper this is the promo i need you to hear what arn says about rocky king and Again. I can't brace you enough for what is said here. So um, this is from last week. Hopper wasn't here from the June 9th episode, 1990. Listen to this, Hopper. Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, Clash 11, live on TBS. Barry Windham has the world's strongest man, Doug Furness. Arn Anderson takes on Mr. Wonderful. You'll see Sid Vicious and Lex Luger, and then for all the gold, the JYD Junkyard Dog will challenge Ric Flair. You know, first and foremost, Junkyard Dog is going to need all the help that he can get because the world heavyweight champion is not going to bow down to a man that's lesser than him. The man needs the, all the help that he can get. He's got Luger, he's got Sting, he's got Paul Orndorff. Believe me, it won't happen. And as far as this guy Doug Furness goes, the world's strongest man, he's a little short on smarts, if you know what I mean. And the horseman can take care of him easily. I'm sick and tired of the collusion against the horseman. I don't know who died and made JYD, made Sting, made Luger, and made Orndorff the guardian angels of the National Wrestling Alliance. You want to play stack the deck? You want to jump on the horseman? It's a clash. The theory is plain and simple. It's called divide and conquer. Well, gentlemen, you don't become an elite unit unless you're an elite individual. You don't become a horseman unless you earn it. Now, I don't know who died and left you the saviors. I don't know who think you are. I think the old saying goes, 
vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And don't say vengeance is mine, Sting, Luger, JYD, Paul Orndorff. So in the national format, you want to jump on us in the clash, well and good in this Rocky King, this human licorice stick that comes out here walking and talking, mentioning my name on national television. I'm your better. Where I come from, we don't associate with your kind, and we certainly don't talk to you. You mention my name, my friend, you'll get squashed. Well, before he called him a human licorice stick, he's quoting the Lord. Vengeance <laughs> is mine, saith the Lord. And then he calls him a licorice stick and said, where I come from, we don't associate with your kind. And if you wonder why... You know, I'm sure all of you listened to this, but for Harper, who hasn't seen it later on in the episode. Now, there were other racist promos later on in the episode. Jim Cornette says, I want to see Arn Anderson whip the bejesus out of that nappy headed idiot. <laughs> so that's why I said the promo we heard a little while so we ago got was to the end and I gave it an A plus and Mike gave it an F. Oh, <laughs> oh that's an A. That's fucking great. That's nice. I love that line when he says to be part of a elite group, you have to be an elite individual. Stop for racism. Great. Erase hate, you human licorice stick looking son of a bitch. Jesus. I know, huh? If I didn't know you. Need you need to use that in Wildcat, dude. <laughs> Well, if you call Jay Spade that and y'all did that actually in the city of New Orleans, you wouldn't make it out of the building alive. <laughs> you would not make it out of there. But you walk we covered Twizzler. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think you, well, you couldn't get away with that. If you said that on commentary, even on like the YouTube channel, bro. Yeah, but I, I've been listening to old Siobhan doing his and they're going through and Listening to Rick Rude talk about Wahoo, I mean, brought back some memories of when we actually did it originally. Yeah, remember yeah. that, like three years ago? Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, Rick Rude was real stiff with Wahoo. Kept calling him Red Man and it, Stinky. So was uh, uh, Jimmy Garvin. Yeah, he kept calling him yeah, the Stinky but, I Word. Yeah. But Rude called him Squahoo. Yeah. And Squaw is a terrible word. In Native American speak, I think it's it it, it. it was derogatory the females, right? Right. But it's kind of like using the c word on some female. Right. Brutal, boy. And let me guess, they're like, "Oh my God!" Well, we were talking about that a few years ago, but no shade, no shade. You know, we're the ain't no shade here, man. Everybody gets along. We're, cool. we're all one big podcast family. One big right? happy family. Right, so, right. So yeah, no we drama. All love each other. No drama here. None we're, at all. We're all gearing up for the big wrestling podcast Christmas party. The baby, we're the baby faces in America these days, Bruh. Whether you like it or if not, people only oh, wait, people, on, all these people who hate me. If they only knew how big of a baby face I am in relation to everybody else, they think is a baby face. It'd be shocking. They couldn't handle it. You right. have lots of heel tendencies, and I won't get into them, but that's that. What? Okay. We need to rate I mean, it. We need. What? Okay. We need to rate it. Hand out some Rolex. Before I throw it to the industry expert out there, hey, 
two weeks away from Thanksgiving as of this show airing. You know what that means? Use the Amazon, use the BTT Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support the show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, we can use the support when you use that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. And do like our friend JBL Objective said out there on Twitter. Literally and figuratively, put, or literally, put the damn thing in the browser for them. tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. I haven't said this in a while. This dang show comes out every single week at the same time for years on end, never missing a show. The least you could do is help us out with the Amazon link. You know, we'd prefer you become a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. But if you can't, use the Amazon link, the BTT Associates Amazon link. tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Doc, I'm going to throw it to you first. Rate it. What do you want? What do you want to give this one? Too long. A little, little odd, but decent. How about a B? Yeah. Harper, you say a B too? A B. All right. I just wish they needed. You, you think someone in the back would be like, man, fuck, everyone's got long blonde hair. <laughs> Look at that shit. Well, like Doc said, everybody, everybody looks different back then. According to these old timers, they all had their own look to them. I guess because like that, the rock shit was still big. At that time, the what? Like, if, like the hard rock and all that kind of shit was still big. Oh, yeah, I guess. Doc, what do you think? Maybe okay. you saw the guy that had the uh, uh, L.A. Guns T-shirt in the crowd. No, I missed that, but L.A. Guns was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I kind of remember who that was. Huh? They were on our top five hair metal list. Yeah. Doc, did you see this? Did you see the? I hate to stop for a second, but did you see this report from uh, a from the Texas Longhorn special team coach Jeff Banks? No, I, I have no. A idea monkey allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a young trick or treater last night on Halloween. The monkey's jaw apparently had to be pried off the small child. What? Wait, what? Yeah, so that was the first bit of the story that I heard. But then I kept reading some more about it. And, bro, I never know what to believe on. I don't know what to believe sometimes on. <laughs> Even if it's, quote, unquote, real news. I, I don't know what to believe anymore because... All, they spin things a certain way. Anyway, yeah, evidently a, a monkey. This guy puts out a tweet. It says, I'm hearing a report from a credible source that the Texas Longhorn special team coach Jeff Banks has a monkey who allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater the night of Halloween. The monkey's jaw apparently had to be pried off the kid. <laughs> I hope it's true. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. God. And I'm the heel. 
<laughs> Come on. Okay, imagine, and then imagine that scene. So this came from a verified account, even though that doesn't mean anything nowadays. Also, additionally, and we're gonna hand out a Rolex in a second. This well, the person who the tweeted thing. it says it may be a verified account, but he misspelled the word "report" in the first line of the tweet. So, also, the report goes on to say, "I have no idea how this is possibly re- a real story, but the Texas special team coach, new girlfriend, who had the monkey, is an exotic dancer named Pole Assassin, and her monkey." <laughs> Allegedly attacked a kid trick or treating last night. Assassin. Sounds like an Xbox game. (laughs) Assassin's Creed, Pole Assassin Edition. He says, Uh, Let me repeat, I have no idea how this is. VIP room and you master the game. And they were trying to get somebody in Austin to fill them in on the details on this and if it was real. And apparently, if this story... Okay, no, no, that that's not confirming it. But again, the Texas special team coach's new girlfriend is an exotic dancer named Pole Assassin, and it was her monkey who allegedly attacked... A kid trick or treating, and there's also that they a had the pride of supposed appearance on Jerry Springer where she's dancing on a pole. Here, this is pole tremendous. Assassin. Pole assassin. Oh, Jesus Christ, the monkey's on Instagram. There's a real photo. The oh, monkey... oh, it's Bro. on every, yeah, it's on uh, Sports Illustrated. Sporting news, Yahoo Sports. This is what real. The fuck. <laughs> the pet monkey <laughs> attacked a child in a haunted house on Halloween. I don't know if that part's true. This is ridiculous. Pole that assassin. Like out of a fucking movie. Somebody commented Max Starin Harper as Mac, a special teams coach at the University of Texas. <laughs> Bruh, the comments sometimes are are tremendous. Somebody said all gas, no breaks to Harambe's revenge. <laughs> Mac Brown would have signed the monkey as a safety. Harambe is reincarnated to right the wrongs of a previous life. <laughs> the animal is a white face. Mm. Chapa ch- C A. Google this. C A P U C H I M. Oh, that's that's the monkeys that they had right. in um Yeah, like, yeah, like that's the species. Capuchin or something like that, yeah. It's named Gia and it has its own Instagram account. Yeah, there's a monkey underscore Gia on Instagram, and there's a picture of a stripper in a thong with the flattest ass possible high five and the freaking monkey. You can't make this up, bro. When she was a pole dancer known as Pole Assassin, who was featured on a Jerry Springer show. I don't don't even know if I. Does that get the Rolex? Let me clarify. Now I'm a white meat baby face. 
I want to see what kind of monkey this is. Like it's if on it's the bowl a... in, in that video oh. at the strip club. Oh fuck! Okay, <laughs> uh, 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 that's the monkey from like uh, from from Raiders of the Lost Ark and shit. The one that ate the poisonous uh, fig or whatever and 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 died. Oh. What the fuck is going on in fucking Austin? <laughs> lots and lots and lots and lots of drugs. Bro, this is this is tremendous. Pole assassin. The, the, the comments are just. Ah, oh, God. Does somebody? I want this monkey. I want to the heck the with Tiger team. King. Netflix needs to get on this ace ASAP. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm watching a video. Yeah. Th- th- there's the monkey. It's part of her act. What the fuck? Everybody's oh. dirty. Oh she, oh, she gave it a dollar. Okay. Okay, let's... Uh, should we Did, continue the show now? I don't know. Wait, let's see. Hopper's over there. <laughs> rabbit, he fell down the rabbit hole, so... Um, Doc, while Hopper is looking that up, who is your Rolex going to? I forget. Arn. Yeah, Arn for that last promo at the show. Any combination of us is better than your best combination. Yeah. You don't want to give it to the monkey? No. Not at all? What about Budro for coming back? I was close to Budro. I'm going to give it to Budro, and my reverse Rolex goes to Thunderbolt Patterson. They should have never brought him in. This is stupid, and it's going to get worse. Uh, Why can't he finish sentences? It's going to get worse, like I said. Hopper, who are you giving your Rolex to? I'll give mine a pole assassin. (laughs) I want to see if she's on Instagram. I've noticed two people have tagged me in it. Mikey and DFW and Travis Range. You're the first two, so you get the credit for sharing this story with me. Um, both are patrons, so thank you very much. Tremendous story, Pole Assassin. Now, before we get out of here, I do need to take care of some business for Hard Body Hopper. Remember, it's a great time. It's the holidays, right? Information on Hard Body's Hopper video shoutouts. I'm sure you want that. Life and relationship advice. Send that to your friends and family for a Christmas gift or whatever it's called nowadays. First thing you got to do is email Hopper, chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com and tell them what you want in your video. And then make sure you go to PayPal and that is cc30388cc at yahoo.com. PayPal him 20 bucks or more if you want props. No, he's not inserting anything to himself. Oh. Um, but if you need props, it's cc30388cc at yahoo.com. PayPal them 20 bucks or more, and Hopper will cut your video and send it to you. And uh, if you give us permission, we'll upload it up to YouTube as well on our channel. Um, before The other thing I got to plug before we get out of here, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier. Definitely more professional because you're not going to hear anything about a monkey biting a kid or pole assassin, but they cover the northern side of pro wrestling. So please support us or please support them because they support us and check out 
the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV, who do our ECW show on the Patreon feed. And they do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, so check them out as well, the Bottom Line cast. Doc, uh, throw it to you real quick. Anything before I throw it to Hopper? Before we get out of here, bud. Nope. Hopper, anything from you? Nah. Hit the tagline. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>